Welcome to another episode of Premier League Patter with Thomas Hackett, Tom Ryan, Jake Hutchinson and Brett Mark. Uh, welcome back to Premier League Patter everyone. We missed last week yep. um, through no fault of my own. Everyone else was just busy. Work. Work. Well that's a fucking lie to begin with. We, everyone else was busy. I, I was ready to do it, I think. Wasn't I? I says I was free for You were free. Yeah. You were free. I wasn't though. It was just weird if it was the two of you. <laughs> Better maybe. Actually, speaking Better. of speaking of that, you may notice there's a, 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 a massive mem- void. A massive void uh, from the show this week from Tom Ryan not here. His first show he's ever missed, which is uh, I think we're it's all. Like the John on, it's like the John O'Shea of Premier League. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. we would just like to say, Tom, good luck on your See first date well. tonight, mate. Yeah, good luck, mate. Aye. Good luck, Tom. Yeah. First time he's well, he's came out recently, hasn't he? So yeah. he's uh, it's his first time getting on the dude train. <laughs> it's been a long time coming, though. It has. We've all known for a long time, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we wish him well. It's you know it's accepted these days, um, and you know he doesn't need kids, does he? No, no. I mean, he's too old. He can adopt actually yeah, these exactly. days. Yeah. Too old to have him anyway. Isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he is actually. Yeah, I'm sure. Wayne Joe and Tom. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but all, in all, all jokes aside, mate, look, we miss you. Premier League Patter is LGBTQ plus approved, and we always will be because of you, Tom. You know, you're flying the flag, and uh, a we're very colourful. We're, we're all proud of you, aren't we? We are. You know, yeah, you gay. <laughs> but, uh, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> did we come here to talk about politics or football? We Bit should. Of both? We should state as well. Tom's not actually gay. Uh, I don't think, to my knowledge. But uh, if he was, he gets that's exactly how we'd, you know, yeah. approach it. We wouldn't even mock him at all. Because he's but our uh, friend. Yes. And we see no, you know, sexuality is a problem. Yeah. We're all friends here. Yeah. And, like and if he was gay, he'd shag just as many women as Brett and Jake. So <laughs> Funny. <laughs> anyway, should we move on, though? Because we Probably do have football to talk about. Um, if you've sat through the first minute and a half of the intro to this video, then... That was only uh, one minute. Yeah. <laughs> then... You're watching Premier League patter. We've actually got loads of new things coming. Um, between Monday and Thursday, there's going to be a new section of the show called Tom Talk, um, where it's me and Tom, the gay one aforementioned, that are going to be doing an audio-only show that will go on Spotify and YouTube. And it'll just be tackling like one point at a time, like the biggest talking point that day. Um, and we'll be able to get, you know, It'll be good to listen to in the car, which I know a lot of our current listeners uh, do on the on the audio only platform. And then we'll still have our weekly show like this, and we're going to have a lot more on our Instagram. Um, if you're new here though, please like and subscribe. I think we're nearly touching 700 now, um, which is not too bad. But you know, on. everyone helps. Every little helps. And you um, can't say that's copyright yeah, infringement. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, all, all the j- small things count. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, you know. We love we love ta- we love doing this. We love talking about football. We love getting people involved. We've got questions from people who've reached out on social media that we'll be tackling. We've got good talking points. It's coming to the penultimate couple of weeks of the Premier League and the various cup competitions like the Champions League, FA, FA Cup. Cup. So, speaking of which, yes, exactly. Um, well, I think basically the first talking point we've got is. That there's an all English Champions League final for the second time in the last three years as well. May I point out Liverpool, Liverpool Tottenham. Tottenham. Yeah, true. And it could have been if 
Arsenal know, beat Villarreal. Arsenal beat Villarreal, and all. And I think that happened a few years. It did with Chelsea and Arsenal mm-hmm. in the Europa League. Was then you had Tottenham, Liverpool, and that the Champions League. Yeah. Mm. And then you had an all English. Uh, what's that Super Cup at the start of the season? Was it was was it Arsenal? No, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> for the Super Cup. That's that to me shows that you know England. For a while, English teams were underperforming in Europe, mm-hmm. but it seems like they're back to. They're showing their full strength. They're showing the strength of the league. So this just show how exactly how good the league is compared to the rest. Yeah. Considering it's not just a fluke; it's the second time in three years, and it's you've got three uh, th- three out of the four finalists in both comp- cup cup competitions are English teams: yeah. Man United, City, and exactly. Chelsea. And it could have been Arsenal if they weren't. It could have been terrible. Yeah, exactly. We'll come on to them. To be fair, I'd love to start with Man City. Um, so they were the first team through the first English team through the Champions League final. Um, we'll touch on the Champions League. We, even though it's a Premier League podcast, we know we do do Premier talk in, in national football. With you know, we talk uh, different cup competitions. So, I would love to speak about what we think Man City's chances are of winning, and also how good a job Man City have done to get to where they're at. So, firstly, Brett, who are you backing? City, City. Any, do you want to know why? Or mainly just how they've played this season? I feel. In comparison to the managers, I feel Guardiola's got more experience in this kind of... I, I feel the players will be more up for it with it more than likely being Sergio Aguero's last game in a Man City shirt. So I feel the players will be more up for that, given the send-off, because he is, like you say, off to Barcelona. He's a club legend, but I'm not sure he'll start. I don't think he'll start, but I do believe he could play. A he, pl- yeah, We've seen he's still got it, man. He's called the other week. was brilliant. And you don't lose that. And he's still going to another top club. So it, has I've it been confirmed with Barca? Yeah, I'm they've met sure with his representatives today. Finished, but apparently it's basically over the line. I can see it happening. You know who's talked that one through, though, haven't you? Well, Messi's there. And, you know, but he's still he's still top, top quality um, if, he's, if he's injury-free. Um, he, he, I don't feel he'll have to do too much if he is in that team, by the way. He scored goals, with, scored goals yeah. with fun in the first place. That's yeah. why I'll sign him when he's at... at Athletic exactly, mate, exactly. And his goals to game ratio, I think, is actually Ridiculous. the best Scary. in the Premier League over anyone over 20 Ridiculously goals. good. You talk about Henri, Banner, Shearer, Rooney. Sheringham. Just way more, more clinical than all Andy these good Cole. goal scorers. Yeah, Jermaine Foes. So, um, okay. But staying on Man City, why do you think, just because of Pep? Because of the way uh, they've the, played? The football they've been playing, uh, they look very, very solid at the moment. Uh, I've seen a few stats being thrown about after that game against Real Madrid. Was it Madrid they played? Yep. Who? City. No, was it Chelsea? No, City just played PSG. F- no, no. Aye, that was it. Sorry. Let, let the listeners know, know, you know what you're talking about. Man. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I get mixed up because, yeah, just how it is. Uh, that game against PSG, I did sit and watch it on Tuesday night. I believe it was Tuesday anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sat and watched it and just the way one player that I'm... V- not that I'm surprised by it, but for his age and how mature and solid he looks. Fernandinho. No, no. <laughs> no. Ruben Diaz. Ruben Diaz. Why his age? He's perfect age. Well, this is what I mean. Like, for his age. For like a centre-half. For, for a young centre-half. Is he 24? He, 23. 23. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's more just the maturity. He shows experience. Yeah, 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 like, you'd normally get that from, say... A prime village or third Yeah, just someone... Wins. Like, this is a guy who... He's just... He's, he's came at that team and... There was a lot of questions asked over the last few years over Man City's back four. And I feel like, you know, defensively, they've had a lot of chop and change in partnerships. I feel he is a very 
crucial part as to why they've came this far. Not saying it's just solely on him, but I feel he's played a massive part. Again, when you were saying about Fernandinho, I've, I've never seen a bloke who can tackle someone and still get a yellow card on the guy he's tackling. Yeah. On, on on Tuesday, that game... Uh, it's a red card on Dan Marie. Yeah, but I was mean, and I've never seen a bloke put so many tackles in and blokes get booked for it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go and put a statement out there. I think Fernandinho is, I believe, the most underrated centre mid oh. of the last 15, 20 years. I don't think he gets spoken about when everyone's speaking about the best in that position, but certainly I think at Man City, everyone okay. knows how important he is. He's brilliant. He's like, I mean, he's just, he's so mature. He's never really rushed. He can lose his head now and again, but tactic, like in his head, he's literally five yards ahead of most players. Brilliant. And he's such a good screen. He's actually very underrated going forward as well. I think he's got a good finish in him and he, he can create opportunities. He scored a Bualdi against was it Stoke or Crystal Palace. Three, oh, he's got, he's got it in his locker. Like he's got it in his locker. But I think. Do you know what he does? I think that sort of lad. You can you can see the influence he has on the players around him. I think everyone trusts and believes in him. He's a leader. He's maybe just a silent leader. He leads by example. He's the head of that dressing room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amongst the players. Yeah. He's and they've got loads of younger... Like, you're looking at Diaz, though. He's a younger leader. He's a young lad. John Stone's in his own right. He's very, very vocal. You hear him with all the with the crowd noise being off. Walker. Kyle Walker's... Come on, just touch on Kyle Walker. I, oh, I yeah. remember a few months ago, we were talking about how Cancelo was brilliant. Kyle Walker's come <sighs> back into his own. And in, in my opinion, I think he's got to start at the Euros at the right-back position. I think he's got to start the final, too. Because... Fair enough, this Chelsea team... No, I'm, I, I know what you're about to say. Well, the Chelsea team, very, very good and astute defensively, but a very good counter-attacking team. And Kyle Walker, look, he had Neymar in his back pocket. And then Bappi in the first uh, Yeah, exactly. Mm. They, 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 as a team, they restricted... Uh, and Bappi didn't get a shot on target in the first leg. And as a team, they didn't get a shot on target in the second leg. Like, this is, you know, a billion-pound team. Didn't even register a shot on target. So... They can't lose their place because they're so solid. And Chelsea shouldn't be overlooked. We've seen them against Real Madrid. They, Some of the drills I've heard Thomas Tuchel... I'm, I'm going off City for a second here, guys, if you don't mind. Some of the drills... It's, it's very... It seems like an ordinary sort of drill, but it's quite unconventional. And I don't think I've heard of other teams doing these. So you can see how narrow Chelsea play. And a lot of their players just outside the box. They don't seem to get too much out from, wi uh, from out wide. I so think that's due to the... Well, he's, he's adapting to the lack of quality in the wings. The, uh, yeah, the and I don't positions. think... Apart from Giroud, I don't think they've got... And maybe Tammy Abraham, but I don't think they've got an out-and-out -out striker who's going to get on the edge of these uh, these chances. Werner should be, but he's not. Yeah. He had a good game, I actually, though. I actually he think did. Werner... Do you know the thing about Werner, right? If I am go off topic a little bit. He's been a bit unfortunate. He's been... He hasn't had much luck. He hasn't finished what he should have. He has actually let his team down in his finishing department. But what I like is... 99 out of 100 players would listen to the media because he's been purely bat batted off the media this whole he season. He hasn't by the, like the mainstream media, but people on Twitter and well, they've I, been I think everyone just reads about his, his poor goal return and his. It hasn't the, been he, he that bad. I know, he, he, you know, he scored about 13 14 in all competitions. It's, it's not bad. Six in the league. He probably should have had double that with the yeah, chances. It's the one on one misses. Odd, yeah, it's the misses. He's, he, he has missed glaring opportunities, but he never lets it affect him. He literally gets his head down. He doesn't seem fierce by it at all, and he always puts a shift in. And I think in time it'll come right. I think next season we could see. I think a so much too. better. He's Werner. been brilliant the last the couple of games. This is the thing, Lampard. 
with shambolic and we were just speaking about this beforehand. Well, he's and as much to blame as well. That's though. what I was about to say. He's now got a competent manager with, who's got an idea, an ideology of how he wants to play, and I believe that will that'll have a great impact on Werner. But he was playing one Chelsea. out left, wasn't he, a lot, which is not That's his proper position. He was playing Kante, uh, two, two attacking. Uh, he was to play Jorginho and Kovacic, which we've discussed earlier. But I think Tuchel knows he's got the players in the right positions. And, he, you know, he could play Werner. Tuchel's he, he can't got a way of what he wants to play, as you yeah. were mentioning about not playing wide. But, but to go on the drills that Thomas Tuchel's uh, brought in, just a couple of them, quite interesting. One of them is he cuts the pitch off into triangles, so as you get higher at the pitch, it gets narrower, so you, you, you get used to playing in a confined space as you're outside the box, quite interesting, so he literally cuts it off with cones, so you can't go out the pitch, so when it gets to the goal mouth, it's literally like five yards tops, or well, just outside the, uh, the the goal, and then the other thing he does is he makes, the he does certain drills where he'll have the players holding two tennis balls, so they can't pull shirts, and they can't use their arms and grab shit, which, you know, it's, it's, it seems pretty... Standard, Bizarre, very unorthodox. Yeah, but I mean, they don't, you know, he probably just doesn't want them to concede too many set pieces, so he wants to get them out of the habit of grabbing shirts and, tu- and you know, tugging away at your, players. Your so traditional yeah. style of player. And, and, you know, I just think, you know, he, he seems to he seems to have a lot about him. You find this with a lot of ma- German managers, they've got a set way they want to play, and nine times out of ten, it works. Well, if like, I ask you then as well, who do you think is going to win the final? I'm, I'm sticking with City. City? As City have uh, as great as Chelsea have been under Tuchel, I think Chelsea's got, um, City's got far too much firepower. Like you look at the likes of Mares, everyone says Mares yeah. goes missing, and he's been not the pivotal best. Pivotal in the last he's two legs. He's ridiculously good. Yeah. He's outperformed Neymar and Mbappe over the two in legs. Defensively, he was in his own box making tackles. Yeah, it's brilliant. But then he looks at they look at the likes of players that City have got coming up. Like, like you don't like. I mean, how many players did he rest in that second well, leg? You've got. I'm just going to go through a few uh, City players first. I'm going to go De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, you've Gundogan. got Gundogan, Foden, Sterling, Mares, Ferran Torres, Rodri, Fernandinho. I, I was thinking more of an attacking sense. Gabriel Jesus, Gabriel Jesus, Aguero. Aguero. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's, it's that's seven or eight players going forward, and you've got the likes of how well Zinchenko has played. Oh, mate, he's brilliant. Yeah, he's fantastic. Are they like playing him central? When he he plays the same f- as nah, I said. As, back, I, yeah. as I said about what Guardiola always seems to do, it's like the player like another centre mid, like he's done with. Yeah. Not, the only player I can really think of he hasn't done it with is probably Danny Alves. Yeah. Done it with. Done it, I think he found that with Kimmich, and he's trying to mimic that with the other players. Well, Zinchenko came on in the first leg. And from then, Mbappe <sighs> didn't get a kick. And this second How leg... How calm he is under pressure oh, on the ball. Do you know, they could tell that one from Edison. The ball was brilliant, the brilliant. distribution, but you could tell it was a training... Trip. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you're right saying, saying how Zinchenko pulled out. In his story, his back he, fled, story, he fled the war, so he didn't oh, he yeah. in Ukraine He's got such play a in Russia. fucking fantastic story of going from literally nothing to, everything. to now Champions League finalist. It's not everything. But you're just saying, it's up when you were, just to quickly touch on when you were going on about See, I, f- I was watching the game on Tuesday and I thought he was playing centre mid because I noticed Rodri was on the bench, but because of how central he was, mm. I thought he was just... Because, like you say, he's done it with certain players. I mean... Mm. I think he found... Sorry. He found what he ideally wanted in the likes of Philip Lahm when he had his first season at Bayern. Or was his second... His first two seasons at Bayern was with Philip Lahm. And at the second, at the end of the second season of, of his time at Bayern... Had Philip, he had Lam retiring, mm. and he had the same similar type, of, similar type of player in Kimmich. Kimmich. 
And I think he's just found that player and how he and ideally how he wants to play because he can command the pitch much better with how how he sets up his fullbacks. The other thing and is he's I, got he's got teams that keep a lot of possession as well, so you've you, never you can allow your fullbacks to do that. You've never seen that with any other off the top of my head, you can never you can't really think of another no. fullback who's came in and tucked as in as, as an extra midfielder. Most fullbacks awesome. even in the wide. top teams steer wide. Mm-hmm. Steer mm-hmm. wide and they have quite rigid. It's ridiculous um, how good City are. But they're brilliant. You know, I, I really admire both of these managers. Would I really like both the teams and assets. Uh-huh. I think I, it's going to be brilliant I said this to Tom final. before the second leg against uh, Real Chelsea. I said I'd expect Chelsea to go through. And if they go through, I actually would fancy them. Now, if I'm the City right now, I still think City will win. Heads but is City, hearts is Chelsea. I, don't, I think my head says Chelsea because I think Thomas Tuchel has got... If, right, they could have honestly beat Real Madrid 6-0 on the night. Maybe they could have conceded if it wasn't a great save from Mendy. They missed so many guilt-edged chances. That may be the difference. This, that was insane. That's it may be the problem. difference whether they lose or win. God. If they can be clinical, they could literally counter-attack City. They've done it the other week. The beach out there, uh, City, yeah. didn't they? In, in the well, FA ex- Cup. Exactly, exactly. And, and they don't concede goals. And <laughs> C- City, you know, City do score a lot, but it's not... You have to really... You have to really <coughs> carve your chances out against Chelsea. And, you know, if it will be a case of, I think, it's it'll be quite a, a cagey start, <laughs> but I feel like City are going to keep ball, as, as we know they will, Ridiculous carve man. out chances. But Chelsea are so dangerous on that counter-attack. And the one thing that stood out for me is, you know, on paper, individually, City trumped them. But as a team, Chelsea look like they've got such a strong team ethic. I'm going to I'm gonna take one thing away from each team. In in regards of England, how good Mountain Foden oh. could be. Boards well for being imagine how doesn't it? imagine oh, how no. good an attack will be. Do with you start them. both of them for England? I'd love I'd love Rice and Mount if Henderson isn't fit. Grealish just on ahead form, with Foden, Sterling, for, Harry Kane on current form. Foden is ahead of Sterling as he is in his club, and I'd, and then you can fit Mason Mount. Mate, you, Mason Mount's form for England. He's been the game changer. It's not again. I don't think it's necessarily been for England. I think it's just showing up for Chelsea in the last few months. But mate, these last everyone few was saying how England, how he was mate, he Lampard three and three for England. Yeah, I'm I'm saying I'm saying I'm not I'm not thinking of Mount as the England player. I'm saying I'm saying how he's been a young leader and he's led that Chelsea yeah. team. He's been true, brilliant. True. He's been even every, he played well under Lampard. He's been like, the I slagged player. I slagged him off at the start of the season. To be honest, I'm <laughs> said I was fucking wrong. He's got a lot about him. He's he's, he's a leader, and that's that, he, as I says. That's why I, that's how I compare to Henderson. He is a leader, yeah. and that's what, yeah, that's you, what you need. You did see that. I think um, when Lampard brilliant. had left, everyone was he, he got dropped. Happy, was he? Well, Mason Mount, you could tell he had such a good relationship, but he's the sort of player who'd have a relationship with any manager because he fucking works his ass off. You can tell he's the first in, the last out. And he looked, it could have went one or, one or two ways, but Thomas Tuchel seems to get he, them. He, he's, he, I think he's a really good man manager as well. He, he understands he, his players. Rudiger. You need that. Rudiger on Wednesday. Wasn't there he a looked verge, like a, There was a verge that I think when Tuchel took over that Rudiger was like, oh no, you're out of the team. And then he's just done okay. Then well, he's he's, he's in the same with Chilwell. Yeah, yeah, Chilwell as well. Chilwell's brilliant. Oh, uh, he, he's done well. As Piliqueta was fucking phenomenal. That's one he's thing I worry about. out of 10. You worry about him or uh, down the wing. Yeah, it's Foden. just the lack of the lack of productivity from as the Maybe. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I think he's he's a great player. He'll have his hands you, full d- you do understand Foden. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I yeah think like City, yeah. you get much more production out of their fullbacks. Potentially, yeah. It's just the way Chelsea can soak up pressure. I mean, that goal they scored against Madrid. Oh, which one's it? Was it? 
about City that done it. I was I'm on about uh when you're on about the production from the fullbacks with Ederson playing the ball over the top. Oh, I know you're saying it looks yeah. looks out of but it's again it's just well, it can catch you off there, yeah. but you know, I don't think they'll get him behind the, Chelsea. The way, yeah, well that's what I was gonna say. Uh, I do. Uh, no, against Chelsea. Yeah, I just think City are that like they're good. They're, they're like they're, they look like the half arse sometimes and it's bang. You mm. sh- they put you straight well, on the back foot then they've scored. I just don't think City's uh, Chelsea's line's that high. It's it's not Chelsea uh, depends if they go as with the four or the three, but when they play with that three you can guarantee, like Azpilicueta, can keep that in line. He can read every. He's uh, yeah, for I me. I he's pr- like you say. He's there, Fernandinho. I think. I, I, think, I think the margins are going to be so tight as well because off the ball, they're two of the. You know, every, you go back to two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Right, the, the Barcelona team that used to win everything, and no one could touch them. They're probably regarded as one of the best ever European football teams to ever play. Right. Mm-hmm. And everyone used to go on about how creative they were and how many chances they carved and how many goals they scored. But it was literally, for me, when I used to watch them, it was like, how hard do those fuckers work off the ball? Yeah. Like, they don't stop. And City and Chelsea are both like that. They literally uh, hunt in packs. And you've got Cantley. If Cantley can play the way he has the last few few games in that role, City are going to find it hard. And they're not yeah. going to get the time on the ball I as think well. So, I think everything that Chelsea's got, City can counter. Cantley recently, man. You, you I, think, I think I'm going to go back to the point I made about how I'd rather Cantney over Fred. Yeah, tr- obviously. But you, you think of the mid- with us at the time. Ah, no, no, no. no. I just, I I just, no, no. I'd rather have Cantney, especially in the CDM role. But I, I just think Fred's a good player. That's my point. But what I'm saying is, oh, Cantney hmm. in the last two legs, fair enough, they looked like an agent squad. But he had Modric. Tony Cruz and Casemiro in his best. back pocket. None of them could get anywhere near him, mate. On the ball, off the ball. I think everyone in that City City three, a few levels above that man, man uh, that Real Madrid three at the I minute, mate. mate uh, maybe at the minute fo- on form. Three year ago, I would be like no way, but now mm. I think so, mate. They're still doing it domestically though, though uh, Real Madrid. They're doing not doing too too bad in the league. I mean, they still chasing way? Atletico. Yeah, I think yeah, it's third. I was say. second, third. My nana could do a job in the midfield in La Liga, mate. <laughs> so that's it's a bit of a weird one in terms of this final because it's I've seen City this season lose against Tottenham. I think it was at home and they control possession. Yeah, and I but I'll just say, mate, they control possession and then they catch them on the counter attack. Leeds, Leeds. But Leeds. Th- this is what my point's going to get Leeds at for this exact sort of setup. Chelsea's already done them out the FA Cup. They were looking for the quadruple. Yeah. Now they've still got the chance. Of the treble on treble, yeah. Isn't it mad how th- uh, did th- they beat Tottenham? No, they've won the League Cup. Yeah, yeah. I was just was it Tottenham they played? Yes. Yeah, they yeah, beat one one nil. How awful must it be? Uh, how good must it feel to for a double to feel like a failure? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> how how much? Yeah. What they had, yeah. But the FA Cup, you're right. They knocked them out the FA Cup, and they were looking for the quadruple. Do you guys think there's anything to be said about um, if because City's history is this is the furthest they've ever went in Europe? Any European competition, top level. Do you think that's got a factor? Nah, no. no. I, this is as I said, and for these players as well. Like, yeah, I, d- I think they've realised the importance, and they think we've got this far. We need to fucking win. Mm. We've been trying. We've been. I think the the closest they got, they got beat off. Was it Real Madrid? I think I think that that was a different City squad, but now okay. like. Th- yeah, this is the best. We labelled them the best team in the world within the last few months. Well, why can't the? I, I, I can't say why not. Just. Just because of if Thomas Tuchel, if you take his form since he started, they'd be top of the league as well. No, they wouldn't. And now they would. No, City, City is still top, mate. No, no, no. But if Thomas Tuchel, 
on form, like points per game, goals scored, goals against, if he started at the start of the season uh-huh. and carried on the, the pattern that he's had since he was at Chelsea, uh-huh. he would be top of the league. That's my grandma had wheel should have been invited. <laughs> no, but yeah. for, but since Tomal Tuchel's came in, like City is still top of the league, and Chelsea would be second. in that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that yeah. And but it's, that's it's, it's, it's still City not close. It's still by a six well, or seven points, mate. Again, again, though, you were saying about how far like they've came and how close, like th- that Tottenham game, yeah, uh, in the Champions League. Uh, when Spurs yeah. got to the final, wasn't that? Didn't they get done out of the handball? The, yeah, the, the uh, with, um, VAR. Yeah, it was a VAR done them out of it. Uh, dogged out of it by your They words. got dogged out of it. It's it's. I honestly, I want City to win it, and people would be like, "Oh, oh so I think it'd be nice for them." Like, I, I mean, s- well, it's rich how everyone's saying, "Oh, they've only done it with a billion quid." Like, what team wins the Champions League without spending a full load of money? What are the best managers in the world didn't spend money? Fergie spent money. Klopp spent money. Pep's obviously going to spend money Who's if you've got the yeah. final b- financial yeah. button. Why are you not going to spend the fucking money? Yeah, of course. It's that's a stupid that, that fucking doesn't argument. to success. Exactly. Plenty b- look at Barcelona. Look at the debt they're in. They've done nothing for the last two or three years. I'm trying to think who spent a lot of money and didn't do anything. Wait, and that's on a smaller scale, but Stoke. Sunderland. Stoke. Fucking didn't start with them bastards. Yeah, we spent a lot of money just on Jack Rodwell. On, Rick, on fucking what's he called Ricky Alvarez and he's only here for five <laughs> games so yeah, fucked no. up, you know? um, we, we end up having to pay court into a tribunal for them to be like oh no well he's signing for you know but you, you, you but no but we still had to pay I think it was either three and a half or six million isn't it seven, even six, though it was million. like held on so he signed for us for this much money and then he's went and agreed a, he's in breach it's just the whole thing slightly off just, topic the yeah it was annoying what my <laughs> point is is that people have spent money and it hasn't went well Man United for the past few years only within the past two that they've really got it right, and I don't know if like, you want to take that on to the Tottenham. point about signings. Tottenham? Tot- mm, no, not was, as much, it was no. more just for the... N- they've spent a lot of money for one League Cup. <laughs> they've spent a lot of money, mate. Tottenham has spent a lot like of that money. Gareth Bale Even money. Gareth Bale's loan Even the loan, mate. Gareth Bale money, that when he yeah. went for £89 million. Eric, Lame- Eric Lamella's the only successful signing out of the lot of them. He's half successful. And he's shit? Yeah, he's good every, one, every four games. I mean, players like Chadley, uh, that Janssen... That Signed as well. Soldado. Uh, Sissoko spent 30 odd million in. Sissoko's been good though. Was it Soldado? Oh, or 30 million worth though. Soldado. 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 He's like Spanish Ferner. Look, Evan. Everton. Another Evan one. again. But look, give me a prediction for the Champions League final then. City 2 0. 2 0. I'm going to go 2 2. And I think we'll see penalties. No. And I think City. Sydney. City. I'm going to go out on a limb and see. The goal scorers as well. I'm going to say 2 1 Chelsea. Goal scorers, I think for City, will probably be Sergio Aguero. Nah. It does seem like it's, it's it does seem like it's Man City's. But Aguero provided them with the first ever Premier League. Only right it would be make sense. Well, imagine how beautiful that would be. Oh, mate, I, I tweeted that the other day about how great it would be. It'd be like Drogba uh, for Chelsea against oh. Bayern Munich with a header and the winning penalty. It will be like that. I'd love Aguero. I'd love that. But I'd love you know, everything, I think everything's in City's favour. I think they're the favourites. Rightly so. I think they're arguably in the best form of the life, some of their players. This and is and arguably and the Pep best team football's ever potentially. seen. Potentially. And Pep has also won 14 of 15 finals. But for some reason, I can't That's get the only it. one that he's lost? He lost against uh, Real Madrid. I think it was a Copa del, Copa del Rey final. But for some reason, I've got something in my head, a little inkling saying Chelsea are going to cause an upset. I might be wrong, but I, I actually think they I will. Just, I, just f- I just think Chelsea won't put the chances away. 
that might be the difference. I think that's going to be the difference. But if they do, and it's getting them chances do. against a solid defense. A defense, me defense. Fuck no, NFL now. Mm. Defense. He, he defense. watches too much. Solid NFL. defense. Solid <laughs> defense. <laughs> Honestly, they yeah. need a, they need to approach with a hail mary. <laughs> but I think we've comprehensively covered that topic. The Champions nah. League final. Um, okay, let's move on. It's technically sticking with the European competition. Uh, in a sense, speaking about Arsenal, where can Arsenal? It's not so much. It's a. It was, it was it's in the Premier League form as league well. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, they've been dumped out by Villarreal. Dogged. Some questionable, questionable uh, substitutions. Taking Aubameyang off, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Team selection didn't seem right to me. And I know Mikel Arteta is under pressure. Arsenal will be gutted not having the chance to go to a final in a winnable game. You know, that yeah. they could beat Man United. They have in the league this year. Where can Arsenal improve? Uh, or do they have to, um, you know, if you read this out, or do or do different to have a better season and to be taken seriously? As you can tell, my GCSE <laughs> wasn't that very spectacular. Can I start on this? Because yes, I'm well, you're a yeah, big Arsenal them. man, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, well, who am I not a big fan of? Right. The problem with Arsenal the other night. Last night. Well, last night. The prime example, you're losing on Ag, and y- the initial plan was oh, to start sorry. Granite Jacker left back. I don't care how good he's been playing. Yeah, but it's the thing. If you're at home, you want someone who can get up and down the pitch. And well, I'm not being well, I'm, yeah, but I'm not being harsh to Granite. What I'm saying is, Kieran Tierney should have started ahead of him, regardless of injuries, because this was a game where Arsenal needed to win to be in European. I don't think he's fully fit, Kieran Tierney. Even yeah. still, though, that's the gamble you have to take because. This was uh, apparently their only route into uh, European football. Yeah but, yeah, but what's the point in getting Kieran Tierney and that's not 100%? Might have a niggle, could get worse, then he's out the final. And also, they've still got a lot to play for domestically. They could still qualify for Europe. So it's not w- out their grasp just yet. Um, what spaces do you get now? Fifth and sixth? Well, Seventh's I think not included. Europa League, yeah. They've got to get in Europa League if they're lucky, but, you know... If the guy's not fit to play, you can't play him. I don't think Granit Xhaka done a bad job. I think the 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 decisions to take Aubameyang off are questionable. I think they've got such good attacking players at their disposal. They should have known that was their way to win this game. That's inexperience from the managers. Potentially, I'm not here to slate Mikel Arteta. I just feel like it was too much. Well, he's not done a good job, mate. The ninth, and you know <laughs> that they could still finish in the bottom half of the fucking table. Right. So I'm, I'm going to go out and say Arteta. Has been abysmal this season as manager. I'm I'm not laying this all down to him. Arsenal as a team have been abysmal. He hasn't in the games last night. Prime example didn't set it up right. Now we can look back and say that it's easy to say that. But this is only his first full season as a manager. I know it's, but I'm just gonna. How shite Arsenal scored to begin with. Absolutely, the squad are where they're at. I think the squad are where they're at. That's what I'm saying. But Arsenal fans are expecting top. Yeah, they haven't got that squad. You can't compare. You can't. You can't get any higher than that. Look at Liverpool squad. Look at Tottenham's. Look at West Ham's. West Ham are maybe the exception, but they've got. They've they've got got a a strong team, team, though. They've got strong individuals, and they work hard as a team. They hunt you down. Same with Leicester. Arsenal. It feels like none of their players are hungry. It's it's like too many individuals. It's like eleven individuals on the pitch. Mm. It's, I think, so getting rid of Ozil was a mistake last year. You, someone a long servant of the club who clearly loved the club and didn't want to go. He's and top he's quality as well. He's top, fu- top quality. They fucked them off. It's like why? Well, if they're playing Eddie and Ketia, 
I'd rather have Danny Welbeck than Eddie and Ketia. <laughs> yeah, for that, sure. I'm Danny. You say Danny, Danny Welbeck's goal oh, against Leeds? Oh, Mickey. Goal of the week. A little swivel. That was goal of the week. Oh, that touch, actually. Oh, yeah, mate. I swivel remember. and finish. It, it was, was like just, a... just come down. Bump. It was like, oh, eh. wow. He just sent him to the shot. You haven't got the options that the other top mm, teams mm. have. And to be honest, I think it's more of a reality check for Arsenal fans. That look, oh, it's a class. Because that's the sort of squad you've got. Mikel Arteta needs investment if he's going to stay. I think he deserves more time yeah. because you one know, more, one more year. He's got, he, he deserves it. Look, look at Oli. Oli was exactly what I was going to say. Look Ollie. where he is now. He's putting the pressure on. He's got a cup final. His first cup final, and he's getting the best from some players. And he's also recruited well. People like um, Cavani and whatnot. So Fernandez, Fernandez, so Van der Beek's the only one I'm not sure because he can still come in next season. Uh, yeah, he won't fit into that midfield unless Pogba goes. Maybe. But Pogba seems to be right as well at the minute. Maybe Just get rid of Matic, I don't know. But what I'm saying is, he deserves more is time. Matic still there? Matic's yeah. still there, yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. I just so what, what do they need to do then, Brett? Because you think of the Arsenal team we grew up watching. Yeah, well... <laughs> it was a lot well, different. No, it was fucking chalk and cheese. Well, yeah. no, nah, mate, it was like when we grew up, they had a lot of play. Like, the whole team as as a whole was just... They were so entertaining to watch this Arsenal team. They, they get within but the I final. Think they get well. in the final third. Well, yeah, and I think that was more mentality that Wenger probably yeah. played a part in. He's like, look, you come into this team, you're playing with a bunch of guys that like winning, and yeah. you have to show that you. And I feel that that kind of philosophy has been lost in the, tra- the last transition. Of, does the of last couple managers. of years, the, the struggles that Arsenal have had, does it highlight how good a job Arsene Wenger had been doing? Patch, he patched it up. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he kept still, them, he he kept still them in a positive. Still he kept yeah, them they were making made. profit. Yeah. Still, made the, still got a still won cups under Arsene Wenger. And they're telling them he had to go. Well, and well. financially, they were yeah, the, the only top mm-hmm. club that were actually making a profit year even on year. Even Emery, he wasn't that bad. I'll prove on last Wait, night. He's, got, he's in another leaps final, a, isn't he? Leaps, leaps yeah. and bounds ahead of Arteta currently. It's the squad's the problem. Yeah. yeah but look at the back it, four. It's the how's Callum, how's Callum Chambers still getting a game? Like if you want to move forward, he's right. been there seven, seven, six, seven years yeah, now. He's, he's, not, he's, he's not top quality. He's a Southampton. He, he's a Southampton Burnley defender. Right, but I tell you, he started Southampton. Yeah. he was oh, he was decent when he first came through. They loaned him out of the because he's English. Lo- no, he was actually a decent player when he came through at Southampton. Man, that's really weird of me. I thought he was good, me. Anyways, right. I I think this speaks volumes about Arsenal. Did he start last night? Chambers or yes. was that Be- Bellerin who started? It was Bellerin. It was right. Bella- so it was Bellerin. Anyways, the right point is that Cham- Chambers has been starting. Arsenal want to progress as a club. They had him loaned out to Fulham, who got relegated two seasons oh, ago with the sorry, it was worst. Rob Holden who worst wo- and, even him? And Kieran Tierney started as well. I don't think we can give Rob Holden <laughs> too much. Gym, I don't mate. think he's good enough, mate. I, I he's f- very poor. He signed there when he was, what, I think either 19 or 21 year old. And again, again, w- from the position that Arsenal signed him from, he was a young English centre half who ha- was probably one of Bolton's most standout players in the season. They got relegated, so Is at the time, Rob Bolton, Bolton. So it made sense to sign him because he looked tidied on the bo- tidy on the ball, physical player, young English. Arsenal would maybe want to try and look at you know bringing back someone like a, a throwback with like a Martin Keown and Tony Adams kind of style yeah, player. We were actually they've got we William Saliba and they've loaned him out. Yeah, but we He's early brilliant. on the season we were actually seeing how good Arsenal looked defensively, and then they fell off and they've looked so poor going forward. They've lacked that. It's funny from a player like Michael Tetner who's played Cajones. with such good, good a little bit. Yeah, I do think the need. Look, when they started to pick themselves out the shit, it was because of young players like Saka and Emil Smith-Rowe. It wasn't the through Obama Young. Willian's been very poor. Odegaard is... What was the point in signing him? Odegaard has done exactly what he's done his whole career. 
average. Just have look okay on the ball and produce nothing in the final third, which you pay to do. In Danny Ceballos. Well, exactly, yeah. But uh, I think Ceballos is good when when, when, you, when, you, you when with the right players. These players to the other six, seven teams in in, in well, the league though, and, right. and, and in them positions, the other teams are such. Well, strong, out of Arsenal's team, who would get in that top in the top five, six teams? I can only really see Thomas Party, Saka getting into West Ham, Thomas and that's Party's it. Not done that much, man. But this is what I mean, like in terms of like Kieran the profile Tierney, I think of Kieran them. Kieran Tierney is a good, solid fullback, and he's Bellerin. No, no. Like it's not 2015. He's, no, a, one, he's a one-trick pony. He's quick. He's lost that half half yard pace with the ACL. Half, yeah. yeah, I do still think Thomas Partey and Ceballos. Thomas Partey. Uh, yeah, but I, I just Ceballos for me, is fucking terrible. I think if Arsenal do get Ceballos permanently, because he's I, not. Is, is That's being confirmed. Well, if he's not, if they did get him permanently, he's I feel. Back well, I know Jake, but I'm in the middle of talking, son. Fuck me. If I'm just consolidating the point. about every time I go to talk, son. Come on, chill out, will you? If if they get him permanently, what if? I feel them would be in Tierney. I feel they've got four or five players that they could start to build a good team around. But at the minute, they just seem to be buying players, getting players from team like say for Willian. Like at, at well. the t- yeah, but this is what that's what I'm well, saying. I'm surprised mate. It's like at Willian though, because Willian <laughs> Willian left Chelsea in good form. Yeah, it's still though. It's it's not looking to the future. It's like a temporary fix yeah. for two, three year, and for what Arsenal are at the minute, if someone like Everton could get away with signing them because it's like it's filling that gap until you find something different. Yeah. But for the team and what Arsenal are demanding at the moment, they need to have that. Like they need something that works straight away and not in two, three years time because you're going to get different managers in when it's not working, and then you're just going to keep overloading your team with all these new and different players, and it could just be a reoccurring problem with Arsenal. Yeah, I think the soft is shite. I don't think we've got yeah. a, a pair of balls between them, and that's where they lose games again. There's a couple of standout players who get stuck in, the rest of them didn't want to know. Th- and the centre mid, you talk about Thomas Party, mate. Signed for the money he one. was signed for, right, he's playing in a comparatively similar position. Compare that. Compare him to Paul's, uh, Paul Pogba. He is, he cu- he's not even... Paul Pogba's shadow is more effective. Like, this, he's so far ahead of him. And the other teams have got players in that position who do a far better job, I think, mm. in the centre of the mid. Look at Rodri. Look at all the centre mids that Man City have got. Look at even it West Ham. It took Rodri a year to settle properly, though. He's always looked good. Yeah, but, but I feel like he, he knows his role a bit better now. I'm, but, I'm uh, just going to what are we going to say with Arsenal, though? Where, where, look, what, what do they got to do? Or, or do they have to realise that they're not the top four club? That not a top four club. And they've got to realise that they're fucked up selling Martinez and keeping Burn Leno. I think you've got to look at the players Actually, to yeah. the future. That would have been class yeah. to keep them. I mean, Martinez is not particularly... He's 27, 28. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, he's not particularly young, but he's not old by any means. Yeah. And he's, it's the right move it moving forward. Cause he's he's he's, be- he's probably better than what Bird Leno is at the moment. Oh, mate, and I feel balls. that had he been, they'd kept Martinez. It, it It's like it's for the long term, and that's what they yeah. should have done. I think you've yeah. got to look to the players like Saka, Smith-Rowe, and Tierney, they're three that you want to build the team around. You need to get a solid centre mid in, who's Martinelli as well. I really like Martinelli. He's done okay, but he's he's struggled to get back from his injury, so I'm not going to make a judgment on him now. He's got a lot of potential of him. Nineteen years old still. So did Adam Johnson. <laughs> still has. Oh, that's still have him at But you know, you know what I mean, though. Uh, they've yeah. got they've got look at them three or four players. These are the f- ones for the future. All below 24, 25. These yeah, are below twenty. The, the need no, no. I'm just saying, yeah. Tiny particularly. Yeah. And true. they need, they need, 
I, for me, they need to somehow if they spent all that money on William Saliba, they need to get them in the yeah. team. They somehow. need to basically cut the losses for in terms of these big players, so-called big players that aren't. I mean, pulling the weight. It's yeah. I mean, I'm a, I've always been a big fan fan of Aubameyang, oh. but he's came to Arsenal and he's just like yeah, one in three. Like he'll look class. Uh, he's, no, he's, but yeah, yeah good first year or two. But yeah, he's but been it's poor this again season. then Lacazette. It's like I think they should kind of just. Look at where they are going into next season and start to just. I'm not like saying the dead wood. Yeah. I think they need to just well, start like trimming. Well, has been very good this season. He scored a lot of important goals. Aubameyang finished the season well, winning them the cup, and he signed a new five-year, four-year contract. Whoever's going to uh, buy him out of that, I don't know. But he's out till he retires. That's the issue. That mm-hmm. is the issue because I don't think he's. I don't think he wants it. Look at Cavani. Would uh, yeah. Would you has. would you look to sell the likes of? Like is it Bomyang, or would you William. keep a bo- keep, or would you keep a Bomyang round? No, no, I think Willian hasn't done anything this season. I think I would definitely get shot of him. They've got other players. He's only on a one-year deal. Well, that suits them. I think Aubameyang, for the money he's on, hasn't justified it. His hair's daft. I don't get what the <laughs> hell's going on. He, he looks, looks like a smackhead. He looks like a Colombian smackhead. He has had malaria though. Ever. Has he actually? Yes. That explains why he looks like a smackhead. I'd get rid of him though. I'd actually prefer Olivier Giroud up there. Get him back. <laughs> Oh, I agree. I agree to an extent with that. I'd, I'd to move that. I, I would. Ch- I would change shape. I would try to go for a four-four-two. Like, why aren't they going for someone like Dominic Calvert Lewin? So Calvert Lewin's not going to make. Got, I don't think they've got the pull they did ten years ago. I know they haven't. They could have ten years ago, not. but would Calvert Lewin not be like? Well, no, he's a young. He's a Scouse lad. He's not. He's from Sheffield. He's a Sheffield lad Ooh. who lives in Scouse land. Um, he's in the England setup. Him and Tom Davies on the leave goal. each other. <laughs> Over that yeah. fashion sense, I yeah. think we should cool. probably split them up. Like, look, uh, we all, I think we <laughs> all agree <laughs> Arsenal are a little bit fucked. Any Arsenal fans, if you just want to get in touch and let us know what you guys think and uh, the future of your club, I know you're probably a lot, very pissed off at the minute. Such a fall from grace. I would be if DT supported my club <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> troops, mongs. Um, okay, so I've got a couple little questions for you. Let's get let's mix this shit up. I've got a couple little quiz questions there. Question one: uh, Who was the first Swiss international to win a Premier League winners, winners medal? Philip Sandros. No, no. Did he not win also? Who? Stefan Schwartz. No. Uh, Gokhan Inla. Good shout. That's son. actually is it? Is it him? Gokhan Inla. What a That's fucking brilliant shot. At Leicester. Twenty fifth. Oh yes. 16. I mean, they signed him. He could hit a fucking ball. I forgot. Like no, I, I got mixed up with Cambiasso. Remember, Cambiasso was there for oh, yeah, a season. Yeah, was he not there for the second season as well? Just I think f- I think he took off. This is uh, this is eight year before you were born and f- two year before you were born, but it's still quite a funny question. I think I'll ask it. It's an anagram. Foul rated facial. You have to, to you have to middle uh, get the letters muddled round. Is a nineteen ninety four World Cup winner. Identify the anagram. What was that? Na- foul rated facial. <laughs> it's brilliant. Foul rated facial. Yeah. I don't know if you'll get this. This is maybe one for our older... Uh, 1994. Who won it that year? It was Argentina. France. France. I think. Desailly. No, not even Desailly. Were the French? Actually, no. I was speaking like he's fucking Brazilian. Oh, oh thanks for that, Tom. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks, Tom. I've Brazilian no. goalkeeper? I don't know. No, I've only ever known d Claudio Tafarel. Oh, I totally oh, know him. <laughs> How did I not get that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see how many uh, you can get from this. Six players played in each of the 2002, 2006, 2010, 2014 World Cups. Name them. Miroslav Klose. One. I was expecting you to get that, son. 
It's five more. Uh, 2002, 2006, Francesco Totti. No. Daniel De Rossi. No. Andrea Perlo. No. Thierry Henry. No. David Trezeguet. No. There's there's, uh, an Italian, two Spanish, a Mexican, and an American. Oh, Landon Donovan. No. Spanish lads, um, I know who it is. Carlos Puyol. No, No. because he didn't really come in there. (sighs) Xavi. Two. What's the other two? There's a Spanish one. Is this other Spanish? Mexican, Italian, and American. Oh, Rafael Marquez. Yes. Is that Spanish? Mexican. Italian. Italian, Spanish. Dina Tali. Giallo Angie Buffon. Three, three, one. What was the other one? American and spa- uh, Spanish. Clint Dempsey. <laughs> Claudio Reina. No. Clint Dempsey. Brad Friedel. Oh, fuck, what's his name? Google. Brian McBride. You should know this one, mate. Uh, American. Opposition. Winger. Wide receiver. Winger. <laughs> Wide receiver, <laughs> yeah. Winger. Give you a little clue. He pisses where he wants. Demarcus Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> Took a piss on the side of a pitch. Once. And a Spaniard. Three, two. We've got one more Spanish player. Is he black? He's not black. He's not there. Oh. Edgar Casillas. Marcus Senna. Edgar Casillas. Four, two. Well done there, mate. Okay, so, how about this one? What was it who scored when the, the black did he play in the midfield? Or was it the Marcus, Marcus Senna? Senna. That's Marcus it. He played Senna, for Villarreal. yeah. yeah, yeah. Shiny hair. It made sense, like, because I think he was still playing up until last it was week. Brilliant. Last week. Even though he's 86. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank scored goals for which four Premier League clubs? Leeds United, Middlesbrough, Chelsea, Chelsea, Middlesbrough, Man City. No, he didn't play for City. He got Chelsea just before you there. Just you two bastard. Did. You got Middlesbrough. There's one more. We've Leeds. Got Leeds, Chelsea, and Middlesbrough. There's one more. London Club. Fulham. No. Tottenham. We do, Sunderland don't have a good relationship with them, really. Normally beat us. Charlton. Charlton. Bastards. We're 2 2, sorry. Fuck you, Charlton. Fuck you. Okay. Last one, then we'll move on. I've got a couple more, though. Four members of Belgium's 2014 World Cup squad had previously <laughs> played for two or more English clubs. Name them. Sleepy, Dozy. Kevin De Bruyne. No. Edna's. No. Previously to 2014. Oh, you know. Two or more English clubs. Van Boyton. No. Uh, did he play for any English clubs? <laughs> they played for City for half a season. Oh, shit, he did. Did he? Aye. Oh. No. I I keep f- who do I keep getting them mixed up with? Drum Borton. Oh, well then. Belgian players who played in the Premier League for two or more clubs before 2014. Lukaku. One. Simon Mingley. Two. One, one. Two more players. Uh, I can't think. Right two, two midfielders. Nigel D. No, you only put Curly hair. Oh, Fellini. Yep. One more. Um, hard. Can he hard? Fucking hell. Johnny Sins. Like a brick shit house. Nearly got in a scrap with Sergio Ramos. Nigel D. Oh, no. Can you give us a. I believe he played um, some sort of football where you're in like a cage and it's like a two foot by two foot. You just have to keep the ball off each other. Strong. I'd say a central defensive midfield, but he's good going forward as well. Moussa Dembele. Moussa Dembele. I was going to say him for nine. I was like... I seen someone say he was... I can't remember. It was something He's an animal. Okay, who's been the best signing out of Bruno Fernandes, Virgil van Dijk, or Ruben Diaz? Question question by George. Asked by George. Coombs. George Coombs. Virgil van Dijk. It's 
it's two same positions against one completely different position. Well, it's not though; it's impact on the club. Yeah, Virgil Van Dijk, for me. So him, what, what, I'd massive Virgil Van Dijk. He's won a European Cup. You you can just yeah, but this yeah, is where you can dispute it. Him. He's won a European Cup. He's been to two European Cup finals in two three year, and he he won one Premier League. Should have won two if it wasn't a, rem, a remarkable season from Man City. Didn't yeah. concede many goals while he played. Literally, right. Let's put them first, second, and third. Then Virgil Van Dijk, Ruben. I don't know about. I no. think Bruno Fernandez because no. yeah, I'll tell you because why. Because how bad Man United and how flimsy they looked prior to him. That's cool. What to Man United pride themselves on? It, you trophies. Could, yeah, if Reb, if Ruben Diaz wasn't there, fair enough. They might not. Have, they would have conceded more goals, but they still would have been the first or second in the league. They yeah, but they wouldn't have been top. No, I mean, look, they've still got a- adequate replacements. But Nafanaki sat there on the fucking bench. They've got Americ Laporte. They've still got good players. Man United have got, n- and, and it's not like they've played well. Nafanaki hasn't been given a fucking shot. And Americ Laporte has looked very good. He's a very good ball playing centre half. Man United looked, their full team were dejected before Bruno Fernandes tipped up, mate. They had no creative spark, they, they had no winner's mentality. Mm-hmm. And now they're in a European final and they are. There's a little bit of a gap between them and third as well, especially if they win the game in hand, and they've looked very good this season. He's 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 literally brought on, he's brought the best out of players like Pogba and the players who were literally just completely frozen out of that team. I'm going to go first, second, third. I'm going to go Van Dyke first. I think if we're here next year... No sorry, sorry, mate, sorry, yeah, just to add no my problem. point. I think if we're here next year and Ruben Diaz has another season like he has, it's a different question, but they've both been there a little bit longer. Um, even if it's just half half a season for Bruno, uh, and I think you can see the success because of they've been there longer, they've had more time. No doubt, Ruben Diaz has been, I think, the best defender in the league this season by oh, a li- by a little. John Stones is not far off in mind. John Stones has been fucking amazing as well, and he's scored more goals and he's made just as many interceptions. But you know, he's just such a throwback to a centre half. He can do everything, and he's brilliant on the ball. But I just think Virgil. For, for what he's won, Bruno Fernandes for how much he's transformed the Man United team, and because it's only one season, and they still they still might as stupid as it sounds not win the league, and they still might not You're win adamant, aren't you? No, but they still might not. You know, there's only there's ten points in it with four games to go. No. It can happen. They probably will, but it's not mathematically safe. And I'm weirder a, things have happened. It's mad looking at it because so they they've lost the si- they've cup. lost. They've lost one of the last five. Oh. No, Man United have lost the same amount of games as City. The only reason why they, why they're behind in this race is because of the draws, yeah. being not being cutthroat in certain games, and that's for a certain player not showing up in them types of games as well. Yeah, I think you're. Uh, it's not often I like in the twenty four year I've known you. It's not often I can say I agree with whatever comments you've said about. I feel I like d- I can yeah. match you on exactly. I just think what it's a very Br- it's a very British media thing. We we jump on players so much, and honestly, lots of Man City defenders or lots of defenders in general have had very good first seasons. You look at um, I know maybe you look at Otamendi. I know he's a level above, but Otamendi still had all the same plaudits in his first year and second year, mate. He got found out a lot. Otamendi's first year was he was good. He was, he very was good. fucking awful. He was, over oh, he was. He was over way around, wasn't he? No, no, he no. He was no, absolutely no. terrible. Then he had that season with him and Stones at the back, and he played well. He didn't well, his first didn't half play his the, didn't play he had his debut against us, mate, and he was fucking unplayable. But uh, 15, 16, he was fucking terrible. He was terrible 16, 17. 
17, 18, him and Stone's got a partnership and they mm. played well together. That's when he done well. But he performed nowhere near the level that Diaz has. And I'd go as far as saying that Diaz has had, if we're looking at this, he's had the same impact on that defence as Van Dyke did on Liverpool's. Completely I'd, I'd, solidified. I'm not, t- I'm not, the only thing I can maybe well, argue like, with you on that, and it's, it's, not, time. it's more just, Diaz has came into a Pep Guardiola team that has been used to picking up trophies over the last few years. So again, touching yeah. on what I was saying about the whole Arsenal Wenger thing, I think you go into that City team with a winner mentality and you go there with a winner mentality. A point, when like Virgil van Dijk came into this Liverpool, Liverpool team, hadn't won Liverpool hadn't won football. They'd won, was it a freaking poxy? No offence to the Carlin Cup, but they'd won that over the last God knows how many years. I know you're getting old now, but it's definitely not called the Carlin Cup anymore. I'm not a big fan of the whole Carabao Cup. Cup. But, but you're right, mate. They hadn't won much and they hadn't had a team that were used to winning. Apart I'm, not from gonna the, I'm not going to completely disagree. I'm not going to agree with it entirely. I believe... So what do you, easy, what you see that, but he's, he's, finally made, he's finally got City to bridge that gap between being serial winners within the... Wait, not serial... Serial winners within England and potentially going to serial winners within Europe, and that's the same thing that Van Dijk did. Yeah, that's what I mean. And that's what I'm so saying. If he loses that's why I've got second. If he loses the final, then they might just win a league cup in a league. That's what Liverpool's already done. And yeah, Liverpool that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm not saying. He's better than Van Dijk. I'm saying he's next. He's just below Van Dijk. So do you have Van Dijk, Diaz, then Bruno? Yeah, just because Bruno hasn't won anything of any some any. If he's I know, it's, I know, it's, saying, I know yeah. it's just not one player, but the Europa League's nothing on winning. I know what you're saying. It's just the same argument for Diaz. You haven't really won much, but for me, it's more about when Diaz came to the club. City were already ready to challenge for the league when Bruno. But Fernandes what I'm saying. He's came made. He's it's so with Liverpool, but they had a bridge that got made. Liverpool weren't ready to challenge for it. I don't think they, mate, were, they were. When Ven, they when were. Virgil Van Dijk was there, mate, they still had fucking Divock Origi starting. No, they weren't. Yes, they, they did. had the front three. No, they had Divock Origi. No, they didn't. Mate. Yeah, mate, they did. They didn't. Honestly, I remember the seventeen eight. Van Dijk came this, in. This settles the argument. His partner was Dejan Lovren for most of it. Yeah, and in a twelve-year-old Joe Gomez, and they were still third and in the league. Fucking, no, and they had fucking Simon McNeil. Third in the goal, league, mate. Or they had fucking Carrius. Carrius. Yeah. They were Jesus. third in the league though, and they still got the Champions League final. That's not. That's not. Like, that's not like, like he came in. He had to had fucking Jay Spearing in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the front three was Mane, Firmino, and Salah. Yeah. And the midfield was Klein and the right back. No, it was Trent Alexander-Arnold. How old was he? Four. <laughs> no. Virgil's been there kind of while now, mate. I can't come a fuck check this. I uh, would everyone go back and look at that right, team. I say what? I'm going to go- go- I'm going to Google. So it's seventeen, eighteen. No, no, I'm going to Google. I'm going to Google Virgil Van Dyke's debut, and I'll see when that was in the league. Let's not get the FA Cup one. Yeah, in the league, yes. Yes, you just keep talking. I'll. I'll, I'll it was twenty seventeen. Twenty eighteen. It was a seventeen, eighteen season. I'll show you the team he started in. See, see. The midfield three would have been Henderson. Wijnaldum and Coutinho. No, they'd have just Coutinho, sold Coutinho. Yeah, because that's how they no. funded the... Would there have... Yeah, they sold Coutinho in that January. That's what funded the... Did he sign, not sign in the January? Van Dyke, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they, they, they used the Coutinho before. money yeah. to fund the Van Dyke one? Huh? I mean, the team... It wasn't a bad team. And Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain was in the midfield. And he was fucking brilliant. He wasn't brilliant, but he had a very solid season. This is Ox's third season, isn't it? Seven, 17, 18, 18, 19, 19, 20, 20, 21. Are we any further forward, Tucker? Uh, 
I just mean, you know, the front three was money and salary for me, you know. It was the first yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. But he had Emery Chan, he had Van Dyke, he had Karius. His bench was Moreno, Chamberlain, Danny Ings. Who was his full box? Had the same full backs on yeah. that game. I don't think that was his debut. Who was his centre back partner? Lovren. Dejan Lovren. Awful. The self-proclaimed best centre half in the world at one point. I, I agree with him, to be honest. <laughs> Fuck off. Nicholas Lord Bentner, the most confident, best centre forward ever as well. Most prolific but what I'm saying with the Man United team is they looked like they were literally going nowhere, and their best players weren't interested. They had no spot. He's had a great. No he's had a great impact. Don't get us wrong. It probably goes Virgil and the then beat. Diaz with a very close Bruno. Yeah, I, that's how I've got it. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, we all agree on Virgil Van Dyke. I feel like ask us this question two year time, next ask this, us this time question next year, this time next year, but also probably ask us a question by the end of the season because Man United could get dumped out of there. And they go, another thing is another interesting point that's being made and a bit of a criticism of Bruno Fernandez is in the big games he hasn't always perf- performed like he does against the smaller teams. So if he goes missing in this final. That'll go against him. If Man City win the Champions League, that might edge it for me in my own head as well. So it could change the next two or three would weeks. It is a close one. Can I ask you a I quick question. Do you know if United do win the Europa League? Mm. Obviously, winning the Europa if League guarantees you. So does if that they mean win that, if they win the league, Champions yeah. League? Don't yeah, yeah, so West Ham will be literally praying that Man United. Yeah. All West Ham fans will be Man United fans for the rest of the season, like. Yeah, I'm pre- so if Arsenal qualified last night, they would already be guaranteed that anyway, potentially, wouldn't they? I believe so, yeah, because it, w- w- yeah. it yeah. would go to run us up, wouldn't it? West Ham like, fuck! So that was the best yeah. outcome for West Ham? No, if Arsenal won. No, Arsenal I'm saying, but last night up. was the best outcome for West Ham. No, 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 because if Arsenal had won, then an English team would guarantee to win the, the Europa League. Tottenham get Europa League if as Villarreal well. If Villarreal win, then you only get four spaces. Yeah, but I was more saying... Actually, no, we're there. If Man City win the league, the the Champions League, West Ham will get Champions League, won't they? Does it get four spaces I've, I've, I've on top of that? Because yeah, I think so. So what? Because if, if you if win Man Europa United League, win, if Man United you win, win the Europa League, league, and City win the um, Champions, the, the Champions League, or Chelsea, well, does it get six spaces in the Champions League? No, we'll get five, and it'll just move down for Europa League. So Tottenham are getting Europa oh, okay, League. Okay. West Ham getting Champions League would be be good scenes. They probably deserve it. They've been up yeah. and down. class. Can you imagine Kofal's half an Mbappé in the group yeah. stages? <laughs> I think just their fans deserve it as well because they've not had much luck and the chance to play in these competitions can really, really boost the club. Speaking uh, of Tottenham, the shit show that that is. Before we move on, I've got a couple more little quiz questions and then we'll uh, we'll crack on with the last Tottenham point, get the predictions out of the way and then fucking go. Uh, okay, what's this one? This is quite a good question. Manchester United appointed Lewis van Gaal as their manager in 2014. Name the previous four club sides he'd managed. Bayern. Izzy Alkmaar. Two. Uh, Barcelona. Two, one. Last one. Feyenoord. No. Ro- oh. PSV. No. Ajax. Yes, two, two again. Which player was involved in the first two million, tran- two million pound transfer between two English clubs? Real Ferdinand. No. Eric Cantona. What was that? Which player was involved in the first two million pound transfer between two English clubs? No. How recent? Nineties, obviously. Nineties. Well, I'll get it. Uh, early nineties or late nineties? You, you could get it. Yeah. Ryan Dean. Uh, early nineties. Teddy Sheringham. Actually, yeah. Well, first five years. Chris Sutton. No. 
Alan Shearer. Andy Cole. Dwight York. Ian Wright. Fair, there's a good chance that he might be just walking his fucking dog or something out here now. Oh, Hoddle. No. Waddle. Waddle. Waddle, Hoddle, Hoddle. Shearer. Chris no. Waddle. No. Oh, with the, with the Paul Gascoigne. Yes. Gazza. Gazza. Hey, he'll not be wanting his dog. Hey, he'll be mate. bringing he'll us about some fishing rods. He walked, and four guys. <laughs> well, he walked outside the gym at uh, Energy Fitness when I used to train there before. He was walking his dog from Felon to fucking Swalwell. He's like, hey, you know, uh, it's off his tits probably. Okay, which three clubs, beginning with the letter B, did Mark Hughes play for? Barcelona, Bayern Munich. That's all of them. Yeah, two one. <laughs> Barcelona. That was quick. That was quick <laughs> as fuck. Okay, it's a good question. We'll we'll end on this one before we get the last point. Five foreign players have scored 20 or more goals in the Premier League on their debut season. Name them. Didier Drogba. Drogba. Nah. No. Nicholas Anelka. Mohamed Salah. Nope. Eh? And no. Nope. Eh? Oh. He got 32. Uh, uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. No. Overmars. No. Nope. Can you repeat the question? Five foreign players have scored 20 or more goals in oh. their Premier League debut Aguero. season. Name them. Aguero's one. Ding. Uh, How is Salah not one? Must have. Does he score 32 No, no, he joined goals. in January. No, he didn't. Maybe he didn't. It was a summer. Maybe he I'm made lying. his debut against Watford away. But he didn't score 20 of them. 1-0, Sergio Aguero. It's four more. Should get these, like. I'm just in... Your bagsman. Njekwo. No. Carlos Tevez. Cristiano Ronaldo. Dimitar Berbatov. No. Eh, what the... How would more Salah... Mark Viduka. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. This is this is number one bullshit. Thierry Henry? No. He's got 32 goals in the Premier League on his debut oh, season. I know. Rude Van Nistelrooy. 2-0. Uh, Three more. Oh, no, that wasn't his debut season when I think. Oh, because he played for Chelsea. Fuck off. Patrick yeah. Cissé. Demba Bar. Uh, Arsenal. I'm checking. Like I said. Two of this, lads. Uh, Two Chelsea players in there. Eden Hazard. Gianfranco. I saw that. I threw his little curveball there because... One of them wasn't a Chelsea player at the time. Gianfranco Zola. No. Denver Bar. No. Come on, lads. Poo with this. You've got the fucking Mark Hughes one. Gus Poyer. Half a second now. Come on. Bagsman. Pure Bagsman. Natural goal scorers, these two. Well, one of them is actually for sure. Ravinelli. No. You're thinking too far back. Oh, I'll Costa. Costa's one. Bang. There's two more. I'll give you a clue. Oh, Luis Torres. Oh, Fernando Torres. Okay, Gary Neville. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing the air. Luis Suarez when he's going oh, after he's going against PSG. One more. Uh, loved a good old dive in the mud. He's, 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 uh, he's, he's, I mean, he's, he's got a celebration named after him. In the mud. Suarez? No, he slides all the way. Just slides. Just slides on his back. How recent? Robbie Kane. No. <laughs> think, Foreign uh, player. Think less IRA, more Nazi. <laughs> 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 this video's not getting monetized now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I can't think. <laughs> I can't think of any. Oh, Jürgen Klinsmann. Let's oh. go from one fucking terrorist group to <laughs> another. Oh, Fuck funny, me, funny, Tom. Funny. Okay, who would be the best fit for the Tottenham job next time? Scott Parker. <laughs> no. That, that if he keep, no no if offense to Scott. If he keeps Fulham up, though. Let's be honest, Scott Park is a 
brilliant manager, man. I, I, no, he's yeah, well he's a good manager. Him. No, he's done very well. He's done very well. Well, has he done very well? Because yes. I mean, got they've got the, yeah, but asking. they've got five wins this season. They only just scraped past promotion. I don't, I don't, I don't doubt Scott. I don't. They've looked. Decent at best, but the reason they're in this like position they're in is because it's they're not cut. They've drew the most games. Yeah, that is. The, yeah, that but is you're the not good. You're not. I can understand how you struggle to stick with Adam Muller Luckman as your number. It's 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 yeah, but game. I mean, they, they let's be honest. Imagine Mitt Scott Rowe. Parker. <laughs> Dirty shit, man. I've Imagine just got parked with the likes of Harry Kane and Young Minton. The type well, of football. Yeah, well, I'll just say that's the other thing with anyone walking into this job because you've it's got not like it's quality. a poison chalice, but you have, but you won't because you've got a lot of Harry Kane is leaving for sure. So you don't get Harry Kane, who's literally the biggest part of that club. You're walking in with a guaranteed bagsman. He will not be there. I I can't see him staying there. Yeah, but in theory, let's not think, oh, who's going to leave? Mate, by the time they come to that decision, I feel like Harry Kane will already be gone. I said, ah. I, really I want him to go to City, but I think he's already made his mind up, mate. He wants to win trophies. And why, why wouldn't he? He's in the peak of his career. He scores and, and assists more than any player in the league. I agree. I um, agree. He's I a leader. He's a consummate professional. He could literally slide straight in that Man City team. Oh, seamlessly. Um, I'm gonna, or Man United. Any team in the league. I'm going to go with Brett, Brett's logic. So we're going to have David Moyes is going to take the <laughs> Tottenham job and Mourinho's getting the West Ham. He's fucking Roma rock. Mourinho's already agreed to go yeah. to Roma. Ah, that's joke, man. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't, next, I, okay, no, next. I, okay. I'm trying to think of a manager who could realistically take I would have said Ten Hag. From Ajax, but I can't say that happening. No. But I think Tottenham should be going in for Van der Beek, fill that void in the ten. Well, I think you know Daniel t- Levy weighs everything up, and I think he's already basically got his man. Who do you think? I don't know though. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. You, I thought you were going to come back with the answer. Yeah, like, yeah. Fuck he, he, wouldn't have, he wouldn't have let Mourinho go, and then just have to be like, "Oh crap, I've done." He'll have already had something lined up in his head weeks ahead, like beforehand. You know what I mean? Uh, Curveball. Tim Sherwood's got the job. <sighs> Could be a return for uh, Poch. Poch. No. I know they had a very, very good relationship. He's probably learned a lot from Been there, done that. Actually, there's one person who said he's eyeing a move back up to the Premier League, and I don't know if he's just thrown his name. No. Rafa Benitez? Nah. They're going to want a young, ambitious manager in my eyes. Well, yeah, but I mean, look look, look at the job. He, He did do a good job with that Newcastle team, given the, the how bad that yeah, team did, was. Did, did. So I feel he's an experienced hand, and in this transition of going from losing Harry Kane, I feel that he could probably steady the ship and maybe get... Tottenham haven't been... They've been bad for about a three, four-month spell, but when they've been good, they've been, like, really, really good. It's, it it's it worrying. I, I think Rafa's probably... Honestly, I think Lucian Favre could be up there. Yeah. If you know who he is. Rafa. Or Davy Moyes. <laughs> Old Dortmund manager. Just left. Just been sacked. I mean... It's just poor defence. Tottenham don't have a good defence either. Any of them? Oh, Sam Allardyce. <laughs> Telling you, mate, he'd fucking do a job with Tottenham. He'd stop oh, being such soft yeah. guns. Uh-huh. Um, so Tottenham would end Allardyce up having 30 out the door and 28 in. Harry Redknapp getting crunchy out. Crunchy out. Do you mean? Do you want to come? Do you want to come back down south? We miss you, Peter. Lace up. Aye, naked. He's, he's one for you. Ben better give off. And I know he's been touted. Uh, Brennan Rogers. I don't think he'd leave. No chance. Leicester, but I think he's too invested in the project yeah, that Leicester's got on at the he'll moment. He'd be a good shout though. He'd be a good shout for the. Uh, for me, I'm quite strong. No, Uncle Roy's going to yeah, retire yeah. end of year. Well, wait, I'm quite strong on the whole Rafa thing. Ah, I think there's I've something. Got one. I've got one here. Actually, I'm going to put it in just. To Can we say it at the same time? Say the same thing after three, three, two, one. Bielsa. See, I knew we'd do that. 
Bielsa. I've seen, he's not certain I've seen at Leeds. Leeds. Bielsa, he's something different. Him, what is he's achieved? He's not certain with Leeds, was he? He's not. He's not. He hasn't confirmed if nah, he's staying or going off. And I feel like Daniel Levy is an astute businessman, very very smart motherfucker. I don't think he'll get rid of Josie if he hasn't B- already got something planned. Bielsa's a very. Bielsa, I've said he's overrated at times because he's not been. He's maybe on for one there, like Bielsa could be it. The only logical choice, unless Frank Lampard is going to no, step back in the management. No, I f- I f- just to not sidetrack too much on the whole Frank thing, but I think Frank probably needs to oh, drop shit. down and readjust his game. I've got a really good one. And he doesn't stick around for too long. See if we can do this again, right? Actually, no one there. Dick Advocat. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> play. no uh, fuck, what's he called? Uh, who is the caretaker manager for some of the Scottish one? Oh, Bricky Sprush. Yeah. I'll just come in no. and look after the team. <laughs> but, uh, um, Wait. Just say his surname after three, if you're saying the same man as me. I, I don't know if it is. I'm not sure on this one. We'll go for it all. Three, two, one. Mancini. Conte. Uh, nah, he's done a job in there. Yeah, uh, he doesn't stick around for very long. He goes places and turns teams from literally doing fuck all in the league to winning the league. Chelsea the season first season, think, yeah, that's it, a very underrated team, mind you. The only the one thirty games, I think. That's Chelsea, season. oh yeah. mate, he is a serial winner, and is Tottenham can afford like, him. Yeah, he is. Would well, it mate, not be Sarri he, as well? I think Sarri could be Sarri there potentially. Well. Yes, mate, I would actually say Conte is not a bad shout. I, I don't know if it'll be being agreed pre. Well, Josie and Mourinho leaving because they hadn't won the league yet, but it was all more or less won. wrapped up. And he could also bring some players with him. I, I think that's a good choice. It could bring Lukaku in replace of Harry Kane. I think Daniel Levy is that shrewd a businessman. What's Luis He's already Enrique planning doing three or four days? months ahead of it. I don't know. Probably. Let me get Wandy Ramos back. <laughs> Who? Martin Yol or Wandy Ramos? Martin Yol. I thought Martin Yol's dead. Probably still. Is he? No. Who died? Martin Yol's not dead. Did he have a stroke or a heart In terms of Luis Enrique. Probably. I hope you're all right, Martin. In terms of Luis <laughs> Enrique, I think he does watch the show. He's still, recover, <laughs> still recovering from. He's been ill. Who? Luis Enrique. Has he? The fullback. No, oh, man, you're tit. That's Jose Enrique. I'm sure the manager. I don't want to speak too much about him. Enrique Iglesias. I'll speak to you after this. I know what you mean. We don't want to throw news out there that certain people might have died or, you know. No, I've seen a story about him. Who would you have then if you're a Tottenham manager and y- you know within but within it's one or two for me, Bielsa or who? Uh, the this experienced hand would definitely be Rafa. However, the way Bielsa top this Tottenham team for me can't defend. So his re- PL for, for Newcastle, I think, was pretty good as well. Rafa Benitez's PL, I think he's. He's, he's, he's I've looked at him before we started. He's threw his name in saying he wants to return. Has he actually? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like... I think he's what? baiting Daniel Levy there. I feel there. like football ripped the soul out of that bloke. He's literally a Madrid man. Brought up season ticket all the Real Madrid. Goes to Real Madrid. He got trapped like shit at Real Madrid. They, they weren't doing well, man. They, they weren't doing that well, but they didn't give him time. That's, That's the Real biggest Madrid. job in the world. Flashing, like, just so I'd, 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 probably, I'd probably go all in on Bielsa if he comes available. I'd say Conte. A Conte or Bielsa, a two or the uh, Bayern manager, ex Bayern manager. He's getting the Germany job. Is he getting the Germany job? Yeah. Oh, get in! That means fucking pig flick and sniff will be gone. <laughs> he's fucking. Him he's horrible. Him. He's been gone. He's not been their manager for two no. years. Is he? Is he still their manager? No. Yeah, he's been there for the last fifteen, sixteen years. Is he more. still their manager? Yeah, I believe Probably. he was. I. He's proper grim, like, and oh, he's got a highlight reel. Like, really like you just watch him, he's just like, ball sack. starts biting his nails. Yeah, like, he's like, this is like, and he's like, he sticks his hands back to his arm. Like, it's gross. He might be a lovely person, but he's got gross habits. He's right. 
That's the uh, so Bielsa. Bielsa's the probably the less outlandish choice, but Conte would be a fucking good shout. Look, Daniel Levy's got rid of Jose Mourinho. He's got a go not big. for mediocrity, <clears throat> not for taking a punt, for getting someone in who's got a proven track record. This club, you talk about in the Milan, Tottenham are built to win the Premier League. They're built to challenge and be in the Champions League. They've got all the infrastructure. They've got the money behind them. Yes, they haven't got the best squad at the minute, but Inter Milan at the start of the season, you would argue they haven't got the best squad, especially for the teams around them. AC Milan, in that league, they do. Yeah, but AC Milan and Juventus are no pushovers either. And even Atalanta. So it's been a tough league and they've literally stormed it. He didn't have the best team at Chelsea and he fucking stormed the league as well. They were brilliant though. They were. So I, I'd say Conte. Conte or Bielsa? I would take Breath. Conte. I'd Breath, take Rafa. Rafa. <laughs> who would you have though if you're Tottenham? If you're a Tottenham fan, who would you prefer, Bielsa or Conte? Conte. Conte. Well, Conte, obviously. Bielsa's going to play the better football, but, but it's, it's what, be it's what you want because, I mean, you're saying he comes in, does a job, and then fucks off. It's like, you don't want that. What's the problem with Tottenham the last couple of seasons? Just the, no putting just pressure on. There's no... They've got, not got enough winners, I don't think. It, it's not a thing of winners. I just don't think they've got enough... Kind of wait for Desire? Mo- yeah, like Desire and character. Well, that like that, that yeah. falls into the category of winners for me. Winners are people who literally will want to win every game. But I remember the first game of the season we watched with Tottenham, mate. We were sat in her club, and I think they absolutely Thanks. dispatched Southampton. We were like, they mean business here. Five two. And then, uh, five two. And Harry Kane. Um, but this is what I mean. They started so, like, th- it's just a typical Tottenham thing. And I don't know, they'd probably just have to rip the whoever goes in there. I think Daniel Levy will want them. I don't think it's going to be a quick fix that he's wanting because if Harry Kane's going to go, he's going to have to do this. He's going to have to. Alter a lot of things with his Tottenham yeah, team. Yeah, but I think that's where Conte can help. He can just walk in. Anyway for short term, but then what happens? Someone else comes in, takes that job after I 18 months, and I then Tottenham go back to being Tottenham. They need something that's fresher. Okay, I think we have time for... Predictions. Questions. We've got player of the week and goal of the week. Should we start with player of the week? What's up? Uh, player of the week, I think it's got to be Gareth Bale. Yeah. I think we all agree Which with that. typical of him. Yeah. He's got a hat-trick. Um... Brilliant goals as well, Jesus Christ. Um, if he can do that every game, he hasn't changed at all in the last five years. Seven. Um, great performance against a shit team, but great performance. Still got, you're gonna yeah. Still got, got a beat who's in front of you. Um, goal of the week. Goal! It's Danny Welbeck. Danny Welbeck. Uh, I think that just... It's it was a, it was everything fantastic goal. Like. The yeah, way he just plucks that bump, see you later... Straight across, weak foot as well. That's an experienced player, and I think that's something that's bright. Some of the tank, honey. It's oh, it's yes. more just for like, that's a blow. It was a winner as still, well. Yeah, for Brighton as well. I think when he f- went there, I f- did feel that was a very good marquee signing for yeah, Brighton. For sure. Um, the other you know honourable mention should be Ian Nacho. Ian Nacho. Nacho was brilliant. Good goal. Set Castagno up really well as well. But I think he wins goal of the week. Um, should we get on with the predictions yes. for the weekend? Um, All 36 results. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not results. Well, there's, there's, there's a full weekend of <laughs> fixtures I mean, now. Son. There's a full weekend of fixtures, and then we've got Tuesday games, Wednesday games, and Thursday, so we'll cover those as well. Um, I'll start us off. We'll just get the predictions done. We don't want to say why. We'll just crack on with it. Yeah. <gasps> so, what? what? What's the score? 2-0 Luke Assel. Against Leicester? Yeah. No, Paul Dummett. Fucking hell. I've went 2-1 Newcastle. <laughs> uh, I, mean, yeah. I went 3-0. Yeah. 
Three nil Newcastle. You ignore me. Three nil Newcastle. No. Leicester. Leicester. I went three nil Leicester as well. Oh, so moving on. Know. Moving on. The BS Bielsa Bielsa. Bielsa. I've uh, so we've got Leeds versus Tottenham. Sorry, I should say the last game was Leicester versus Newcastle. I didn't even see that. Uh, the twelve thirty kickoff Saturday morning is well afternoon. Leeds at home to Tottenham. I've went three nil Tottenham. I've went two two. I've went two one Tottenham. Nice. Then we've got the three o'clock kickoff on Saturday. Sheffield United at home. Bramall Lane against Chef, uh, Crystal Palace. I went two one Crystal Palace. I've got one nil Palace. I went two one Palace. Nice. Uh, the five thirty kickoff is the um, view of the Champions League final. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Sort of dress rehearsal. Man City at the Etihad against Chelsea. I went nil nil. I think it'll be both teams holding the cards a little bit close to the chest um, in preparation for the final. I've got three one City. I went three nil City. Fucking hell. Uh, okay. Eight fifteen kickoff Saturday night. Liverpool versus Southampton. Normally quite an interesting potential picture. return uh, for Van Dijk, I believe as well. Maybe I'm not sure. Miles off, I think yes. uh, they said that nah, he when he got in injured initially. Off, yeah. They said initially that it could be towards the end of the season. Yeah. So if in these last four games that we could see him. I back. don't think they'll risk him. They've got five games left, Tottenham. But um, yeah, two 0 Liverpool. I've went. I think love enough. I've, I've got one one Southampton Liverpool. I went four 0 Liverpool. <laughs> 12 o'clock kickoff on Sunday. Wolves at home to Brighton um, at Molyneux. I've went 3 1 Brighton. I've went 2 1 Brighton. Went 2 0 Wolves. 2 0 nice. Wolves. Uh, two, 5 past 2 kickoff um, on Sunday uh, at Villa Park. Aston Villa versus Man United. I've went 3 1 Man U. I've gone 2 1 United. I've went 3 1 United. Cool. Um, Sunday, 4 30 kickoff. West Ham at home, London Stadium. I've went 2-1 West Ham against, I've Ev- gone against one, one. Everton. You've been looking at mine. I've went 2-1 West Ham. Nice. <laughs> Sunday, 7 o'clock kickoff. Uh, Arsenal at the Emirates. 2-1. I've went against West Brom. They're playing West Brom at home. Have you done that as well? <laughs> You're all right. I've gone 1-0 West Brom. Went 2-1 Arsenal. Uh, okay. Because Arsenal's a laughing stock. The uh, Monday night game at 8 o'clock is Fulham. At home at Craven Cottage, I went 1 0 against Burnley. I've gone 1 0 Burnley. <laughs> I've went 1 1. 1 1. Cool. Big Close Chris game. Wood to score again. Um, okay, Tuesday night, uh, 8 15 kickoff. Southampton at home to Crystal Palace. I went 1 0 Southampton. I've gone 1 1. 2 1 Sutton. Nice. The 6 o'clock kickoff on Tuesday is Man United at home at Old Trafford to Leicester. Uh, I've gone 2 1 United. I've gone 2 0 Leicester. 3 2 Man United. 8.15 kickoff on Wednesday night is Chelsea at home with Stamford Bridge against Arsenal, London, Derby. I went 3-0 Chelsea. Chelsea going to attack the pace 3-0. I went 2-0 Chelsea. Uh, sorry, I missed out. Oh, no, sorry. Thursday night, um, 6 o'clock, Villa Park. I went 2-1 Aston Villa against Everton. I went 2-0. I went 1-1 Everton. Uh, Aston Villa, sorry. Thursday, 8.15 kickoff, Old Trafford, Derby, Man United at home Liverpool. I've went 2-1 United. I've actually put United down. They've got three fixtures. That's why I've put three of them in my fantasy I've got 1-1. One, one. I've put them down to win all three. Whether they can do that or not, I'm not sure because they've got three tough games. They've got Aston Villa, they've got Leicester, they've got Liverpool. But fuck it. You know. Nah. I think actually, I think Greenwood is going to feature heavily. Well, I've went for the game to be suspended due to fan breaking <laughs> on the pitch again. True. I mean, we didn't even talk well, but you know. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. 2-2. Uh, Two, two. What did you get again? I went one, one. One, one. Okay, that's the p- predictions done. 
Uh, if we've got any questions to finish on, then we'll just basically go home and enjoy our lives. No other questions. Can I ask you two a question? And just I want you to quickly, in three words, sum up the Man United fans' behaviour for what they've done on Sunday, breaking into the stadium before the game. I want you to just say three words that describe how they've went on. We'll start with you, uh, Tom. Justified but bad. Good. Um, that was twelve. I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying that to think. I just, I, I understand why they did it pretty much. I couldn't really put it in three words. It's just Man United logic, though, isn't it? I mean, breaking onto a pitch before a game, then for why not do it after the bloody game? Well, that's not. Why not just do the, the definition of most protests these days? Is to cause as much upset and as much havoc as you can. That's no. The well, no, they but that's what most. No, most what you're meant to do is you're meant to post on it, a post on Instagram about it for a week, then not give a fuck. Yeah, and that's pretend true, everything's that's true, fixed. Yeah. That's what our generation, like my, my generation, yeah, likes to do. It is. That is true. But um, fucking nobbers. I think no one would give a shit. The, the, you know, the f- you've got their point, really, haven't they? Across. I just think there's better ways of doing it. No, you know, I agree. Th- they ruined my Sunday. It was a good game to look forward to. But I mean, didn't you get a new like nephew on a s- on Sunday? No, oh, it was Tuesday. Was Tuesday <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've got a couple <laughs> of questions to finish on. Who was the highest score in African in the Premier League in 2012 to 2013 season? Yo, yo, Terry. No. Nah, yeah. One each. Let's go. There's one There's one player, but you get one guess each. Let's go. Did you drug bar? No. Nope. <gasps> He's mentioned him a few times sorry. Yeah, I know this one. Even. Drogba? He's just said Drogba. All right, know. that's my guess. Denver Ball. Yes. Okay, which ex-manager says Rome wasn't built in a day, <laughs> but I wasn't on that particular job? Jose Mourinho. No. Was it odd? Think further back. Legend. Fergie. Yeah. No. <gasps> further back. I know. Oh, was it? Uh, I know. Shankly. No. Ryan Clough. Ryan Clough. Uh, Such a cluffy legend. thing, that like. This is a tough one as well. Five African countries participated in the 1998 World Cup. Name them. Cameroon, Senegal, Tunisia. Cameroon, well, I want it. One time. Cameroon, yes. Senegal, Senegal, no. Tunisia, yes. Ghana, no. No. Uh, Algeria, Egypt. No, no, no. It's 2 0 at the minute. He's got Tunisia and Cameroon, three more. South Africa, yes. Kenya, no. Uh, Congo, Congo. <laughs> it's two more. Are we class in the Middle East as Africa or Asia? I know, that's still Asia, mate. I was going to say, I'll just <laughs> double check. <laughs> <laughs> We're not class in uh, North America as Africa either. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> I already said Cameroon, haven't I? You said Cameroon, South Africa and Tunisia. You've got two more. Morocco. Boom, I knew you'd get that one. <laughs> oh, sorry. Algeria. No. Uh, Fourth biggest... Nigeria. Co- there you go, yeah. Breck got all them. Been hanging on me too much, mate. No, not that much about Africa. Hey, you're two year olds. You should remember it. This is a good one, and you actually used to reference this player quite a lot. It's another anagram. Keen, blunter, megastar, <laughs> a World Cup final goalkeeper. Identify the player from the anagram. Keen, blunter, megastar. <laughs> it's hard, but it's quite funny. What? What country? Um, Germany, I believe. Oliver Kahn. What's going like four letters? I don't know. Oh, yeah. It has to be Manuel Neuer. Oh, no, he's Dutch. I do apologise. He's Dutch. Edwin van der Sar. 
No. Keen Blunter Megastar. Fuck knows. Premier League goalkeeper. Can't think of Dutch. Who did he play for? If I say that, I might give it away too much, but I'll say it anyway. Fulham, Southampton, Everton. Fulham first. Big boy. Ah. Oh. No, it's 2013. Uh, oh, I know you're on a vote. I know you're on a vote. Martin Scatlinburg. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Stick on a vote. It's quite funny that. King Blunter Megastar. See, I thought it was three That's names. That's a cooler name if you're going to use the letters. I thought it was three one. names. But you got it right anyway. Uh, I think Jake wins the overall quiz. You, you don't. You got the African one, but that's I basically think the African one was like ten seven, like it's ten seven yeah. around that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you for watching. Uh, I was like in Ghana, you like Milchich in the second fight. <laughs> Mio bitch. Steal bitch, you fuck. Steal bitch. Anything else to add? Uh, my overtime's being cancelled tomorrow, so <laughs> I'm having a fucking wild night. Nice. You know. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. It's not like you said it. I know, I mean, I've been holding it in all night, but I'm I glad know. I can see it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going fucking home. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Typical life of Tom an Ryan is actually away uh, this weekend. Uh, camping, I think. Sort of. He actually is. Sort of like that movie with the cowboys. Well, I once were to cowboys all alone up on a hill. <laughs> Cowboy but six. Cowboy but six. Sodomy, hey. I should say, he's actually with his family. He's not with any, you know, males. I didn't know he's Welsh. <laughs> I hey, love you really, Tom. It's well, been I nice. I can't wait to show Tom the first, like, I don't know, two minutes of this show. It's going to be brilliant. He's a, he's a reputation going to be in tatters. I will say, though, it's nice for Jake to take over Tom's routine this week for me. I've been the miserable cunt. You know, always talking over me. No, but I'll just say, I'm the only PLP uh, guest, member, host, whatever, to never miss a show. So we're going to get Tom a Blue Peter badge for everyone who cares, which is <laughs> oh, fucking uh, normal. Ella as well. Ella. Actually, no, you no. have missed some. You have missed some. I've never missed a single one. So we had to get fee, did he? You had to get Blaine to do it, and the other one we didn't, we just used to record. And you missed a couple of them as well. Useless. Oh, Sorry, I love you, Ella. Ella. Are you? <laughs> but yeah, this has been Premier League Patter. Um, we'll sign you out with some... Well, sorry, wrong one. Um, we'll sign you out with some nice music. I'm a file of the last one. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, we need to delete that one. <laughs> That's the wrong one. This is the one. Right, we we hope you guys have a lovely weekend. Have a good one. This is from me, Tom Hackett, Brett Moore, and Jake Hutchinson. Nice.